0: Would you turn this evening in your Bibles to Psalm 34, the 34th Psalm. I believe we should begin a new series tonight. The Life of Praise. The Life of Praise. And of course, we'll be talking about what? Praising God. And we'll be talking about some other things as well. We'll be talking about... Thanksgiving and we're going to talk about worship. Amen. 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 Worship. We're going to get into some detail about what these things are and how you do them and why you should do them and the results yeah. of doing them. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And you'll get a lot more excited than this uh, as we get on into it. Cause you'll just see, man, it's, <laughs> it's, oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Let's begin here in Psalm 34, in verse 1. Let's read this out loud together. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord, the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. What if everybody practiced that? Then what would they be doing? They'd be praising the Lord all the time, right? Right? Magnifying the Lord. Well, that sounds like a lifestyle, yeah. a way of life. Yeah. Let's read it again. You ready? Yeah. Let's read it. How does it start out? I will bless the Lord when? At all times. At all times. His praise shall continually, continually be not just in my mind, Not just in my heart. What? In my mouth. mouth. If it's in your mouth, somebody else can hear it. Right? This is audible. This is vocal. Right? And how often will you do this vocal thing? Continually, he said. Right? Continually. My soul will make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Say this with me. Verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Glory. Glory. Does this sound like to you a lifestyle? A way of life? Absolutely. Well, we're going to look at some scriptures. Is that okay with you? We may turn to some and... uh, Not surprisingly, a lot of them are in the Psalms, right? Because the Psalms, the book of Psalms, 150 Psalms, uh, was the praise book, song book, hymnal book of God's people. And in not just the writings of men, not just the prose or poetry or literature of men, but came by inspiration and utterance of God. Right, So this is going to be the correct way to praise the Lord and to worship the Lord. And then there's some very wonderful things in the New Testament that we'll bring in that show any modification to this. And that's actually just a coming up, the old, and then stepping on up, amen, in the new. But uh, I want to ask a couple of very basic, basic questions, actually about three or so real basic questions. And we want to answer them from the word. And the first question we want to ask is, when should you praise the Lord? Oh, you think you already know the answer, don't you? <laughs> when? Well, you know, so many times, uh, you know, you have to watch this too. Now, we just got through reading scripture, but uh, so many times when people answer, they think, well, you know, this is the answer. Why? Well, this is what we believe down at Faith Life. That's not good enough. Well, that's what Brother Key said. That's not good enough to base your life on. Right? Well, that's what we've always believed. Well, whoop-dee-doo. <laughs> that's not enough. Right? What must you have? Thus saith the Lord. That's the only thing that's good enough and solid enough to build your life on. Right? And so you should, you know, we've talked about this and you know, you've heard it before, but you know, we're asked the question, where's the scripture? Where's it at? And so that's what we're going to do. When should you praise the Lord? Well, what's the scripture say? Yep. Yep. Well, you've already read a scripture, haven't you? Well, let me give you some specifics. Number one, you're there in the book of Psalms, aren't you? Just flip over to Psalm 113. When should you praise the Lord? Here's one time that you should praise him. Psalm 113 said, uh, are you there? Yes, sir. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Pray, blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth. And forevermore, when is that? Well, from right now to when Forever. forever from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Well, so when should you praise him? From the right, from the time the sun comes up. When you see the sun coming up, what should you do? Say, praise the Lord. Look at that. Look at that. Gave us another day here. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. There comes the sun. There's the daylight. Praise the Lord. Well, what about when the sun goes down? You see the sunset up here in the beautiful Ozarks. Sun going down behind one of the hills or behind the lake. What do you say? Praise the Lord. Lord. Look at that. Look at that sunset. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many understand these are not just good ideas when the Lord said this is to be done. Right? Then what should you and I do? We do what he said is to be done. From the rising of the sun. To the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Amen. Now go with me over to First Chronicles, please, and let's look at something that will begin to shed maybe some significance in our thinking. On these things, I think a lot of people have viewed praise as optional and contingent upon how I feel at the moment. Right? But from the beginning, God intended that praise be glorious and that it be continuous. How do you think praise is in heaven? Do you believe it's glorious? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think it sounds bad? How many think the heavenly instruments are out of tune? How many think you could stand, you know, on the golden streets and go, whew, boy, they ain't not got that together, do they? I mean, what? I think they're playing in different keys. Boy, they didn't practice that, did they? Whew, they're just all over the place with that. No. How many believe the praise in heaven is glorious? It's glorious, right? I assure you, when we hear that, we'll think, That's perfect. That's perfect. Boy, I never heard notes like that. Oh, what range. What perfection. Oh, what harmony. Glorious. Right? And how many believe that praise in heaven is once in a while? Occasional. That you'd have long periods of time in heaven where it'd just be kind of flat. And not much going on. Huh? No, the Bible tells us in the throne room, right? That they're winged creatures. And what do they say? Holy. 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 And then what do they say? And then they say it again. And then they say, and they do not cease night and day. It's continuous. All the time. Well, if that's the way it is in heaven, and that's the way it is, that's the way it's going to be, is there anything better to do on the earth? Is there a better way to do it? Or certainly not. And didn't Jesus say for us to pray that His will would be done on the earth, even as it is in heaven? It's something that the church has gotten away from. And the Lord's going to help us in this series. Right? Yeah. To get some things restored. Right? Yeah. And to get things right. And not just at the church. At your house. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, we're all believing to grow and develop at the church. But the big thing is at your house. Yeah. Everybody say at my house. At my house. Say out loud. Praise, Praise happens, happens at my house. At my house. Yeah. 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 Glory. Now, did you find First Chronicles? Yes, Several things I want us to notice from this passage of scripture. First Chronicles twenty three. Is that what I said or not? Well, it's what I'm saying now. <laughs> First Chronicles <laughs> twenty three. How many are feeling good tonight? Are you happy? glory. You got something to be glad about? Man, we're so blessed. God's done so much for us. If we have a hard time praising God, something wrong with us, but we don't. Nobody has to prime us up or plead with us to praise God. We're ready. We're ready. We're like a sponge full of water, right? We're full of praise. How many of you got a sponge that just Full of water sitting in the tub for uh, all day and night, you pull it out, water just runs out of it. And if you push it just a little bit, I mean, water gushes out, right? That's the way we'll be, right? So full of praise, anything pushes us, <laughs> anything pushes us. You know, the devil's looking for cuss words to come out. We just go, praise the Lord, glory to God, hallelujah, Amen. praise the Lord somebody rub you the wrong way you don't cuss and use foul language you just go God's good well they was mean to you yeah but God's good he's faithful praise the Lord he's my grace amen and his grace is sufficient for me oh he's so good to me even in tough times he just carries me along and holds me by the hand greater is he that's in me praise the Lord praise the Lord you can't defeat a man or woman like that. You can't conquer a man or woman like that. Did you hear me? Can't. That's why the Lord has given us so much instruction about these things. And it's why the enemy has worked so hard to keep us in the dark and to keep us out of it. Do you understand the enemy does not want you praising the Lord? Ho oh, ho. no, no. Do whatever he can to confuse you or to deceive you or whatever to work your lifestyle into where instead of a lifestyle of praise, you have a lifestyle of complaining and a lifestyle of griping. That is the devil's will for your life because it gives him access to work in your life. But when you praise the Lord and worship the Lord and give him thanks like the scripture talks about, that is the will of God. This is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. What? In everything give thanks. In every situation. In your pajamas. In your overalls. In your shorts. In your suit. Right? In your kitchen. In your car. In good times. In rough times. In everything. In everything. Give thanks. Why? Because that's going to give God the legal opening. And the open door to move in your life. Now 1st uh, Chronicles 23. I want you to see what an emphasis the Lord put on praise from the beginning. Without going and looking at the other places. David said who was King David at this time. The anointed psalmist of Israel the scripture said. He said that he got the plan for the temple of God, how it was to be built, what it was to be made out of, and not only that, but how things were supposed to operate there, how the, if you will, the services were supposed to go and operate. He said he got all of that by the Lord's hand on him. The Holy Ghost came on him, and he got it by the Spirit and wrote it all down, and then his son Solomon built it. But notice here's some of the detail as to how things were to go. In first Chronicles twenty three. Verse one. So when David was old and full of days, he made Solomon his son king over Israel. And he gathered together all the princes of Israel with the priests and the Levites. Now the Levites, how many understand who the Levites were? Well, you had two distinct groups. You had Aaron's sons and families, and then you had the Levites, and Aaron's sons were the priests, and the Levites did all the work of the tabernacle and the temple. You could say the Levites were the helps ministry, but the Bible uses the word service, and you see that here very clearly. The Levites were numbered from the age of 30 years and upward. And their number by their polls man by man was thirty eight thousand in the helps ministry. We'll take it. Thirty eight thousand everybody say thirty eight thousand. How many understand That's a big church. How many of y'all got in the helps ministry? That's oh, about just under forty thousand. Somebody say glory to God. Glory, glory to God. Whew. And he tells about how they were broken up into what they did, of which, of that 38,000, 24,000 uh, were to set forward the work of the house of the Lord. They did the service are the work of the house of the Lord. Now that was all of the set up and tear down. And uh, that would be your cleaning teams. And that would be, you know, handling the offerings. And all the myriad things. Everybody say 24,000. 24, in the helps ministry. Service teams. See Service of the Lord. Service of the Lord. And 6,000 were officers and judges. Team leaders. And, uh, you know, associates in ministry and overseers. That kind of thing. Uh, 6,000. <laughs> well, you know, 40,000 people, it would take a lot of people, wouldn't it? Yeah. Moreover, 4,000 were porters. That's like ushers and, uh, parking lot folks. Because the porter, another translation says gatekeepers. That's guiding the traffic. In and out, and directing people. Well, this is uh, how many of them? 4,000 ushers and parking lot folks. And greeters, that's right, excuse me. And 4,000 praised the Lord with the instruments which I made, said David, to praise therewith. That's the original. Big band. <laughs> so but see, y'all got a big band, let's see, it's about a uh, instrument players, four thousand. Four thousand. <laughs> Glory. I reckon they had every kinda of <laughs> everything you could play. Everything that made sound. Because you know the psalmist talk about everything that has breath. And everything that makes a sound. And he goes through like in you know, the last four or five psalms. He goes through and talks about different types of instruments. Praise the Lord on this. And praise the Lord on that. And praise the Lord on this other. Right? How many believe we'll have the best of the best? I mean the Lord's given us uh, of instruments and anything that would enhance sound and anything that would help, right? The Lord's right off the bat here, so to speak. Uh, it's sounding pretty good, I think. Amen. Right? Amen. Our guys are working hard and doing good. But how many believe that we uh, can come up and come up and, and come up? and then We ought to have the latest, That's right. the latest greatest. There ought not be anybody doing music in the earth that has better equipment and can make a better sound right. yeah. in the world. To talk about sin or talk about this or that. No, we ought to be able to have the best sound. The greatest, the most glorious. Amen? Four thousand praisers with instruments. Glory to God. Now skip down to verse, I believe it's about verse 30. Verse 30, 1 Chronicles 23:30 says, And he had given them to do all these things and to stand what? Every morning. every morning. I'm still answering the question now. When should you praise the Lord? Should you praise the Lord every morning? Yes. Including the weekends? Yes. Including Monday morning? Yes. Right? Yes. Every morning. Amen. Say every morning. every morning. What do you do? What if we dropped by your house on Wednesday morning? Would we hear just the cat meowing and the dog barking and two TVs blaring and a radio going and fussing? Huh? And griping? (laughs) Now just look straight ahead and go, no, 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 brother Keith, no. What are we here at your house? Praise. Well, if you need to go ahead and call those things that be not as though they were, I mean, speak by faith and you can change it right now, right? I mean you could just say, I changed it just two seconds ago, and so now it's this away. Where it, right. where it is now at my house. On Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning at my house. Every morning is praise to the Lord. Praise to the Lord. Praise to the Lord. Lord. Every morning. Every morning. Praise to. Now that's the right way to start your day. Every morning. When should you praise the Lord? Every morning, every morning, we also saw in Psalm 119, you can turn back over there if you want to go back to the book of Psalms, how many like to read about all those 38,000 people working for the Lord every day and everybody was in their place serving the Lord. Don't that sound wonderful? Thousands and thousands of people just working like a busy beehive, right? I mean, you know, everybody's in their place and doing a good job for the Lord and, and the end result is that God is being glorified and people are coming into the kingdom and people are getting back to God and getting healed and delivered and coming out of poverty and coming out of confusion. Amen. And God gets all the glory. All the glory. But you know, I I preached on this when we first got here. You know, if y'all were here, you heard me about how that this is not going to be a church where the pastors do everything and people just come and sit on the pew and do nothing. I mean, that is not the plan of God. That's not right. And the further I go, the clearer I see it. You got a few, a very few people that are just working theirself silly night and day to do the work of God. And you got millions of people, Christians, doing nothing just sitting around, right, yeah. doing nothing, passing their life, and that is not the will of God, and that is not right. It's not right for the people, because if you don't get plugged in where you're supposed to be, and do what you're graced and gifted to do, then you're not going to develop. Right. Yeah. You're not going to develop, That's right. and you're not going to have fruit, and you're not going to have reward like you're supposed to, and so, no, no, and it's no reason. How many understand if you've got 100,000 people? There's no need in 50 people doing all the job. Let's get everybody out here. And how many know the phrase, many hands? Make what? Light work. work. Boy, it's a fact. And there's no need in a few people just working, 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 and feel like they're burnt out and they're so tired when they could have been, you know, cycled off 12 times this past month with other fresh people coming in and doing it, right? That's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be that way in the family. I understand two kids are not supposed to do all the work when there's five more kids live there at the house. Right? Mom and dad is not supposed to do all the work. You got five, you know, strong, strapping boys. And daddy's out there cutting the grass. That's a shame and a disgrace. Oh, somebody didn't like that. Well, i just have to say it again then because it's not right. I said, it's not right. Daddy work all day at his job and do what he's supposed to do and come in and he's going to cut the grass and trim the hedges and do everything else while big old strapping boys lay up on the couch and watch TV. And the worst thing is it's not loving your boys. you want them to turn out to be lazy? you want them to turn out to be people that employers can't depend on? People that God can't promote? People that don't know how to take an order? Don't know how to submit to authority? Well, then they won't be successful in life. No, work them boys. (laughs) Work them girls. Huh? Mama, do all the washing. All the house cleaning. All the yard work, all the everything else, and got these, you know, teenage girls. All they do sitting around talk on the cell phone while mama's working. That's a disgrace. That's right. it is. Amen. <laughs> How many think that's a disgrace? Yes. And it is not loving your kids. That's right. Those girls won't turn out right. That's right. Amen. Boy, their husband's going to get a surprise. Don't know how to boil water. (laughs) Don't know how to hold a broom. Don't know how to do this in the yard. Don't know how to do that. No. (laughs) I know a friend of mine, I bought a car one time and I drove, you know, it was in his town, so he came out to see me at the dealership, and we just made a big party out of it. He said, come over to my house, and I said, all right, so we went over, and he sent his boys out, and they bought wax, and they bought all this stuff to fix the car, and he said, he told him, he said, "Let make us some sandwiches, and go sit the chairs out, and I started to pick up a rack. He said, oh, no, no, that's what I made them boys for. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you sit down, sit down right here, and we just sat there and watched them, and ate sandwiches, and. And drank guy's tea and it was great fun. It was great fun. <laughs> he said, boys, you missed a spot over there on the back. Yeah, that's it. Get that. Get that. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. I said, there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. That's right. I, for one thing, youngers should be taught to honor their elders. Right. <laughs> right? And we live in a society that just is ignorant about these things. And it's sad. It's sad. Where did you go? Psalm 119. We saw that we're supposed to praise the Lord when? Yeah, but in particular, every morning. Now, did you get that? How many doers of the word do I have? Then what does that mean? Every morning we do what? Every morning. Sunshine or rainy Weekday or weekend, right? We praise the Lord every morning, every morning. Now, Psalm 119, we also notice this, as you've been pointing out to me. Well, excuse me, 113. It's in 119, but I'm not quite there yet. So 113, 113, three, you know, he said from the rising of the sun to what? To the going down. So every morning. And then what about every evening? evening. Going down to the sun. Every evening. So now turn over to Psalm 119. And verse 62. What does that say? Psalm 119. 62. At midnight. midnight, I will get up. And stump my toe. And hope the children are. Sound asleep and not here. What I say. Oh, no, no, no. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of your righteous judgments. What do you do every morning? Praise the Lord. Lord. What about at midnight? At midnight, I will praise. The Lord. Now back up to Psalm 42 and you begin to see something else that goes on. And this is precious, man. This is wonderful. When you begin to tap into this, you'll never want to go back to something else. Psalm 42, 42 and verse 8. Well, let me read verse 7, goes with it real good. He said, deep calls unto deep, 42, 7, at the noise of your water spouts, all your waves and your billows are going over me, billows of glory. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night, his song shall be with me. And my prayer unto the God of my life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me—you don't have to turn to these, but let me just read some of them to you. Job thirty-five ten. Job thirty-five ten says, "Where is God, my Maker, who gives songs in the night? Does He give songs in the night?" Yes, he does psalm one forty nine one forty nine five says, "Let the saints be joyful in glory. let them sing aloud upon their beds. Did you know that your spirit never sleeps Your spirit never sleeps. your body sleeps, and you're not aware mentally." But your spirit is not asleep, and you are a spirit being. You're not just a mind and a body. You're a spirit created in the image and likeness of God. He's spirit. You are a spirit. You have a mind. You live in a body. And there's been, I don't know at the time, so many times in my life, as I begin to wake up, I'm aware my spirit's communing with God. While my body was asleep. Yes. Amen. Amen. And the closer you walk with God, and the stronger your, you might say, "Well, I've never noticed that." Well, your spirit needs to grow some more. Yeah. And the stronger your spirit becomes, the more aware you are of what's going on inside your spirit. And this comes by spiritual exercise. we're going to talk about this later on. We're not quite to it tonight, but later on, we're going to count and spend quite a bit of time on it. But let me just give you this example. Have you ever exercised your body, particular body parts, like a calf, back of your calf or your leg? You ever exercised your calves? You know, there's some things you can do to build your calves. You know, for instance, you can, you know, get the back of your feet off of a board and lower your feet down below level and put some weight on your shoulders or something and come up. Well, now, if you hadn't done that and you do about 20 sets of that, well, the next day and the day after particularly, you'll be more aware of your calves than you've ever been. Right? You'll know exactly where they're attached behind your knee and where they're attached down at your, you'll know exactly where the fibers are. I mean, you will be aware of them. You'll feel them. Well, why are you so much more aware of your calf today than you were last week? Because you specifically exercised that part of your being. Well, that's the way it is with your spirit. There are things you can do. We're going to get into them and talk about them to exercise, not just your mind. Now, you know, believe with me along this line. The Lord's been dealing with me about this for months. So many people and so many Christians and so many churches really don't know much difference between their soul and their spirit. They really, they can't discern much between emotion and anointing and so much of what goes on in services is soulical, not spiritual, and emotion, not anointing. Amen. And I don't want us to be in the ditch on either side. I don't want us to be dead, and I don't want us to just be flesh, right? Amen. I have a desire that we become spiritual. Right. And we don't just have a bunch of flesh stuff and just a bunch of soul stuff that gets in the way of the real manifestation of the spirit, but that we have the real thing. What do I mean? The real manifestation of the Holy Ghost. And we grow and we know the difference between our head and our feelings and our spirit. We know the difference between emotional feelings and anointing. Now, you don't learn all about that overnight or because you heard a message or two, but if you'll apply yourself and you'll walk with the Lord, and I'm telling you, it's glorious. As you draw closer to God, and I don't mean once or twice, many a time, I've gotten messages while I was asleep. You know, I've heard myself preach and teach things while I was asleep. My body was asleep and I'm standing there listening to it, listening to myself. I've never heard it before. And wake up and write it down. I mean, this just happens regularly. I got a little recorder, you know, mini recorder I keep by my bedside. Because it just happens all the time. And somebody said, well, why? Well, you'll find this out. So many times in cases like that, you're a lot more in the spirit than you think you are. And you'll think, well, man, this is so real. I'll never forget this. Anybody know what I'm talking about now? But then you get up and you brush your teeth and you have breakfast and you get in the car and you think, now what was that? Because see, now you're more in the flesh. And it, because it was spiritual, you know, so write it down. Get you a little recorder or something or a pencil and pad or something. And actually, you know, one way I learned that is uh, I'd lost some things, you know, and just think, man, what was that? That was so good. What was that? And, and you'd let it get away from you. And the Lord asked me one time, he said, don't you value this enough to write it down? Cause you know, you could lose it. And I said, yes, sir. I'm sorry. I do. Cause a lot of times flesh just wants to lay in the bed and not be bothered. That's flesh, right? Oh, but friend, you know, if you need to get in the bed earlier and wake up earlier so that you don't have to rush, 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 rush. Some of your best times can be laying there quiet in the morning before you get out of bed and just fellowshipping with God. Because every morning, every morning we praise the Lord. Right? And you just lay there. You don't have to start asking 900 things or asking just to begin to praise the Lord. You don't even have to make a lot of noise. But just lay there and praise the Lord and be quiet before the Lord and be cognizant and aware of your spirit. How many remember the scripture said, be still and know that I am God. And that's how you get things. And they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And you'll find that God will give you songs in the night. You know, somebody said, well, I'm not a good singer. What difference does that make? Everybody can sing. Everybody's supposed to sing. Like we've said, not everybody's supposed to record. Not everybody should be given a mic on the platform. But everybody can sing, and you're supposed to. God will give you songs in the night, and at midnight, you can sing and give praise to the Lord. In Psalm 119, well, where are you? Back up to 35 then. For proximity's sake. Psalm 35. So when are we supposed to praise the Lord? Every morning. morning. When's another time? Every evening. evening. When's another time? At midnight. Now this is not my, yours idea. This is scripture, right? Scripture. Scripture. When it's appropriate to praise the Lord, when we should praise the Lord. Now in Psalm 35, and verse 27, Psalm 35, 27. says, let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually. Let them say it when? Continually. Is that all the time? Yeah. Say this all the time. That doesn't mean every breath you say saying it. But what does it mean? You don't just go weeks and months and don't say it. Right? This is something you say all the time. What do you say? Let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in my prosperity. Huh? That's something you ought to say all the time. What? Oh, it blesses God to bless me. God is pleased with me being rich. God is pleased with the prosperity of his servant and I am. Right? Say it out loud. Let the Lord be magnified. Lord, glory, who, takes who takes pleasure in our prosperity. In our prosperity. Magnify, the Lord. Magnify the Lord who is pleased, who is pleased with, us with us prospering. Glory. Amen. Say it all the time, he said. Yeah. See, there are all different ways you can say it. You can get in your truck and shut the door and go, man, God's pleased with me being blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I magnify you, Lord, for blessing me and prospering me. Amen. You ought to especially say it every time you see a bill. Yeah, yeah. 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 Every time you make a payment on something that ain't paid off yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Every time something comes up, you say, Lord, I thank you. I'm so glad that you take pleasure in prospering me so that I'll pay this thing off and never have payments on that again. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Thank you, Lord, for bringing me out. Thank you that it pleases you. You take pleasure. In prospering me. Right? And what's the next verse say? Hmm? And my tongue. And. Joins it together. So you're talking about how he's pleased with your prosperity. And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness. And your praise. All the day long. When should you praise the Lord? Let's review. Uh, Let's quote now. Every morning. Every morning. And when else should you praise the Lord? When the sun goes down. Right, every evening. And when else? At midnight, you should praise the Lord. And when else? All day long. long. Now, at about this juncture, the enemy will tell you, oh, now you can't do that. No, now you're not gonna praise the Lord all day long. How many know what I'm talking about? Now the enemy is saying, "Now that's just, you know, that's, I don't know what that is, but that ain't reality, because you gotta go to work, you gotta do stuff, and talk on the phone, and, and you gotta eat, and you ain't. How are you gonna praise the Lord all day long? Whoa, whoa, er, stop! Did the Lord say this? Yes, sir. Did He know whether you could do it or not? Yes. Then no matter what it looks or feels like, you just have to believe him. If he said praise him all day long, then you know I can. That's right. If you had not got it figured out yet, that still doesn't mean it's not true. That's right? right? That's right. Uh, you know, I was actually was ministering to someone a number of years ago that had been in and out of mental institutions for decades and just had all oh, horrible problems. Their life had just been wrecked. With all so many different things. And I, they were there for ministry. And I was talking to them and ministering to them. And the Lord led me to go back to Joshua. And share with them the passage. You know God told Joshua. This book of the law. Shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate therein. Day and night. Yeah. And I begin to say that. And this person just said what a lot of people think. They said you can't do that. You can't, what do you mean you're going to meditate, think on the word of the Lord night and day and keep the word of the Lord in your mouth night and day? They said, you can't do that. I said, well, I didn't write this. Amen. Right? I didn't say this. It's not my idea. Yeah. And he didn't say, try it. I know it's hard. You probably can't do it, but try it and do the best you can. That's not in there. No. <laughs> right? what did he say? Do it. This book of the law, now we have the New Testament, got the whole Bible, the Bible, the word of God shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it night and day. Right? And the Lord quickened me while I was talking to them, because they looked at me in exasperation and said, you can't do that. That's. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm going to think on the word of God night and day. I can't do that. And the Lord dealt with me and said, they're already thinking about something night and day, and that's why they've been in the mental institution, because they have not been thinking about the Word of God, they've been thinking about fear, and terror, and tragedy, and death, and it's brought confusion, right, and darkness, see, people don't realize it's not a matter, can you think on something night and day, you are thinking on something night and day, you're thinking about something, right? Right? The Lord's just saying, don't think about all that other stuff. Think about what I told you. And talk about what I told you. And one of the easiest ways to do that is in the flow of praise. I'm understanding you can be thinking on his word and quoting his word while praising simultaneously. Lord, I praise you that you said you'd supply all my needs. Right? Thank you, Lord, that you said that you're my healer. You heal all my diseases. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that by your stripes I'm healed. Thank you. I praise you for that. Amen. What if you talked about that all the time, all the time? Hallelujah. Instead of, I don't understand, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why ain't this working? I don't understand. Well, now you're not talking about the word anymore. Right. You're talking about your ignorance. Yeah. Amen. Right? Yes. You're talking about your darkness. Well, I don't understand. Why is this this way? Why hadn't this happened? And why is this? And I don't know. Well, see, now you're off the word. You're not doing what he told you to do. What you got to do, you got to get back to what? Thank you, Lord. You told me, right? And I'm not moved by what I see or what I don't see or how I feel or how I don't feel. This is what I talk in the morning. This is what I talk when the sun goes down. This is what I talk at midnight. This is what I talk all day long. And I'm just praising the Lord for it. Is this the key to victory? Because it's what the Lord told you. If you do this, then you'll make your way prosperous and you will have good success. That's what we're looking for. Everybody's looking for good success and prosperity. So when do we praise the Lord? Every morning. Every 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 evening. evening, In the middle of the night. All day long. Well, let's sew it up. Back up to verse 34, Psalm 34, excuse me, our text that we started out on. And let's just, cause it tells us. Somebody we'll said, well, I already got your point, Brother Keith. I got it 30 minutes ago. <laughs> now you ain't got it yet. Cause it ain't about taking notes tonight. It all means nothing unless when you hear the rooster crow in the morning or whatever it is, alarm clock or whatever, when your eyes open, unless you open your mouth and go, praise God. Glory to God, Lord. I thank you for this day. This is a good day. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You're so good to me. What you got planned for me today? I know it's good. We're going to have a good day today, Lord. I don't care what the devil said or what any unbelieving or crazy folks say, you and I. Right? Victory is mine. Then you can go ahead and throw your feet out and put your slippers on and go, victory is mine. Victory is mine. That's better than griping, isn't it? That's better than hitting the alarm clock and go, oh, God. God, man, I got in the bed late last night. Oh, boy, I'd like to just stay right here. And I got to go to work today. Oh, yeah, and I got to deal with Sister Difficult today. (laughs) And brother problem, oh, man. Well, see, you're starting off without Grace. You're starting off with your eyes and your mouth on the problem, right? Faith comes by you're not hearing anything that brings faith, right? You're focused and unaware of God and aware of the problem. See, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but see, this is not just for God's benefit only, right? This is for our benefit, and this is the way victory works. This is the way you live in faith. I mean, you know, there's been so much talk about faith and living by faith. And I tell you, one of the simplest ways to be a faith man or woman and operate in faith all day and all night is by simply praising God all the time. Faith gives thanks. Faith is a praiser. Right? The Lord gave me this years ago. I wrote it down. I've told it to you, but we'll tell it again. Doubt despairs, complains and is sad doubt despairs complains and is sad faith rejoices gives thanks and is glad amen faith rejoices gives thanks and is glad he said look at psalm 34 i will bless the lord when when at all Times. His praise shall continually. Now that's a lot. What? His praise shall what? Continually Continually be in my mouth. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Everybody say that out loud at least three times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. What does that mean? You do not go half a day and not praise the Lord. Right? You don't get caught up in your business and caught up with the kids and caught up with something else and forget to praise God for seven hours. Hmm? No. Now you don't do it. Well, do I have to do that? How about go remember? No, just relax. Really out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. You get filled up with the right thing and it's going to become natural. If it hasn't been, then there'll be a few days of adjustment and you'll have to remind yourself and stir up. But it won't take long. It'll just be as natural. You'll breathe. Your heart will beat and you'll go, praise the Lord. It's just like, just normal and natural. And that's the way you're going to live forever. Right? Because God does give us our every breath. He does give us our next heartbeat. Every good thing is from Him. right? Right? And if we're appreciative... We ought to be saying yeah. all the time, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank, one of the worst things that can happen to a person is to become ungrateful. I'm telling you, you're becoming spiritually dark and full of unbelief and fear. And I mean, it's a bad, bad, bad thing. And it just goes from darkness to darkness. It gets darker and darker down that path. But stir yourself up every, even little things, everything. Learn to savor life. Learn to be a master at enjoying and develop being good at the art of living. You know how to enjoy things other people just run right over and don't even notice. I mean, you know how to savor a good breath, right? Take a good breath. You know how to enjoy that? If you really enjoy it, what's the natural thing to say? Thank you, Lord. Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. How many thankful you got a brain? Thankful you got eyes and ears. Thankful you got lungs you can breathe. How many got a friend, at least one? Huh? You thankful for that? Family? If you're here, you got family. You know that. Right? Faith life, family. Right? You do. You do. Thankful. How many are thankful that we got seats to sit on in here? How many are thankful for every one of these flowers up here? Every petal, every leaf on every fern? Right? Are you thankful? No, that's not quite good enough. you got to exercise. you got to stir yourself up, right? you got to begin to remind yourself. Right? I'm talking about how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this continually? Right? Well, you're going to have to be thinking a certain way. Operating a certain way. And then every time that you, you know, every good gift comes from him. And so every time that you taste or experience anything that you know is good and from him, then you learn to respond. It's a way of yielding to him. Thank you, Lord, for doing that for us. You get off the phone with somebody and you had been concerned, it might be tense, but it worked out just fine. You don't just hang up and not say anything. You hang up and you go, Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping me with that. Thank you, Lord, for giving me wisdom, right? Thank you for that sale. Thank you for that. Thank you for, don't, it's, you know, don't be negative. You know, let's say you're in a show and you say, Well, we only filled up the place halfway. Half the seats were empty. I don't know what we're going to do like this. The crowd's not here. Well, you're not thankful for the ones that were there. Right? You know, it's always been dumb for preachers to chew on the folk that didn't come to the service. (laughs) Because they're not there. (laughs) And they probably ain't going to get the tape. Right? So who are you talking to? The people that came. Right? So why are you chewing on them about not coming? Because they did. They came. They're here. But I doubt they came to be chewed on about not coming. I doubt that seriously. Right? No. I don't care if you know you got a big place and only two people came. Be thankful for the two, right? Preach to them like it's a thousand, right? Be thankful for what you got, for what's there. Give thanks for that, and your faith will be operating for more. Gripe about what you don't have. You'll be in unbelief. You'll darken your understanding from further direction, right? And that applies at home, huh? Thank God for that man of yours. Wives. I'll say that again so you can jump in a little stronger. Thank God. for. Don't talk about what he's not. That's being unthankful for what he is. Thank God for that wife of yours. Don't talk about what she's not. Talk about what she is. And give thanks for it. And praise God. Right? Said out loud, married men, I got a good woman. I got a good woman. I got a good wife. Oh, thank you, Lord. Said out loud, wives, I got a good man. I got a good husband. Thank you, Lord. Thank, you, Lord. thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When should you praise the Lord? Well, here he says, His praise shall continually be In my mouth. Let's keep going. Psalm 48. Let me finish up with a few more here. Psalm 44, 8 is what I'm trying to say. 44, 8. Read it out loud with me. 44, 8. In God we boast all the day long and praise your name forever. Hallelujah. Go to Psalm 71. There's a lot more than these, but let me just give you more than one here. The word has a pounding effect on your spirit. It just keeps driving it into you until it becomes a part of you. Psalm 71 and verse 8. What does it say? Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your honor all the day. All the day. Verse 14. Verse 14. But I will hope, that's expect, expect continually all the time, and will yet praise you more and more. Say that out loud. I will praise you more and more. Say it again. Let's say it together. I will praise you more and more. Verse 15, my mouth will show forth your righteousness and your salvation all the day, for I know not the numbers thereof, I don't know how many days I got, but I will go in the strength of the Lord God. Amen. Verse 18, now also when I am old and gray headed, so you had to live a while to get old and you still had some hair because it's gray. You got some. Oh, God, forsake me not till I have showed your, not weakness, but strength to this generation and your power to everyone that is to come. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. Go to Psalm 84. Just a couple more here. Psalm 84. I hope you don't think this is too simple for you tonight. Because what's the bottom line on this now? It's doing it. Doing it, putting it into practice tonight, right? What should we hear in the foyer of Faith Life Church? What should we hear in the bathrooms at Faith Life Church? What should we hear in the parking lots? Uh, Praising, is that right? I mean, should not be uncommon at all. You come around a car and you hear somebody go, Oh, glory to God, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And in the cars that are all leaving out of the parking lot, what do you know is inside the car? Besides the people. Praise. 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 Praise you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Psalm 84. Four. Psalm 84. Four. Blessed are they. That dwell in your house. They will be still. Praising you. Selah. Verse 7. What? Notice what's accompanied with this. They go from what? They go from strength. To strength. Every one of them in Zion. Appears before God. Hallelujah. Go on over to Psalm 146. I think this is the. Now I've got a New Testament one. I can just quote it to you, but uh, Psalm 146. Psalm 146. I like this. I say this pretty regularly. Psalm 146, verse 1, what does it say? Praise, praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh my soul, while I live, I will praise the Lord. I'll sing praises to my God while I have any being. <laughs> How long will I praise the Lord? Well, as long as I exist. As long as I have any being. While I'm living and breathing, I'll praise the Lord. And I'm understanding you have being after that. Right? <laughs> after you're not breathing and living in the earth, you still are a being. And you have being, and while I live, I'm going to praise the Lord. And while I have any being, existence, I'm going to praise the Lord. That is now and forevermore. Now and forevermore. Stand up on your feet, everybody. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge,